This is your Thursday Fantasy PSA. Remember to take all your Thursday night players out of your flex spot. Thank you and have a nice week. Welcome back to another episode of Rugby with Pads. Today is your Thursday preview show where we look at players who are hot and those who are not based on a particular theme of the week. And this week's theme is now we know a little bit more anyway. Um, (laughs) Week one was an exercise in understanding what we don't know currently. And uh, week two is maybe exercising some things that we've started to learn but we just need to you know ratify our hypothesis but um we'll go into that um shortly obviously you've just heard hopefully the klaxon sound get your thursday night players out of your flex spots i i I can't say it more than enough but when lots of things happen and injuries happen in training holdouts at this early in the year having players in your flex spot when they're you know they're playing on a thursday just just get them out of there it, it gives you um a much better chance of, of survival should the worst happen but before we get into the the fun stuff let's take a quick look at how we did last week now hopefully you guys listen to this show because of my entertaining and thoroughly enjoyable personality but some of you might listen to it for a bit of fantasy advice um and I, I like to stay honest and see what see how we did. Now, last week was new beginnings, so it was definitely going to be a long shot. And, and I, I take shots on players who I think are going to be good, but not necessarily the superstars, so I don't play it safe. And likewise, sometimes I, I make assertions on players who I think are going to be naff, who haven't shown a history of being naff based on the circumstances. Now, let's say let, let's see who we had in the list here we had um in the positive projection lineup in, in our hot players we had jameer gibbs Bijan robinson calvin ridley jordan love dj moore waller and aaron Rodgers. now i i was wrong on more than i was right here jameer gibbs was a bit meh but i i think he showed a huge amount of promise real life football terms i think he's going to be great he just didn't get the volume and I think they're going to work him in more. Maybe not this week, but I think maybe over the next couple, we'll see him gradually work in more as they see how much better of a player he really truly could be than what they have in David Montgomery. Um, I think they also want to protect their asset as well. He is a slighter bodied guy, so they really want to use him when they need to use him. Bijan Robinson definitely showed that he is him. Calvin Ridley and Jordan Love went above expectations. I was really happy with that. Um, Rogers, we're not going to talk about because he's got an injury and I had too many shares of him um, to... <laughs> it's still raw, guys. It, it's still very much raw for me and I'm not happy about it. I, I've, I've made some poor decisions in, in reaction to that. So don't do what I did do. Put him on IR, put him on wherever you need to. Just uh, you know, just retune if you've got him. Um, Waller and DJ Moore did not live up to expectation. Uh, I think DJ Moore showed some spark in some of his play, but just didn't have the service. I think it was just not not the game set up for him. And he was playing against a pretty good 
Packers D, who I did not think were going to be nearly that good. So that's something we've learned as well. And Waller didn't really live it up to expectation, but he was one of the brighter sparks on a really rubbish team. On the negative side, uh, on our on our not so um, hot players, we had Alan Robinson, Derek Carr, CJ Stroud, Jimmy G, DeAndre Swift, or any of the running backs um, over there in, in Eagles land, JSN and Quentin Johnson. I think for the rookies, JSN and Quentin Johnson, CJ Stroud, they're all naff. So I think I got that one right. Um, Alan Robinson was also naff, but that was uh, to be expected. And as were all of the uh, running backs over there in Philadelphia. None of them were really serviceable. Uh, DeAndre Swift was basically invisible. Rashad Penny was injured. Boston Scott and I think... Was it Kenny Gainwell? Was was probably the bit bright spark. And I think he was quite high on waivers this week um, in, in the bidding process. So, yeah, we got that right. Um, Jimmy G was okay, serviceable. Derek Carr was serviceable. He wasn't as bad as I, I played myself. So, you know, I, I gave myself a pretty even score here. Nine out of 13. That's uh, 69% for those of you counting. Nice. Um, oh, God, I feel so crass saying that. Anyway, let's move on to our week two projections. And we have a humongous slate of games. And I've, I've done a couple more players this week. So let's go through our positive projections here. I've started out with a player who's playing earlier on the Sunday um, in the Green Bay versus Atlanta game. I've gone for Romeo Dobbs. I, I really liked him. And, and the reason that I've gone for him was he seemed to be the go-to reception guy. He was also, you know, he plays a bit shallower than Christian Watson or some of the other players that they have over there. And I think with Jesse Bates lurking, the, the Atlanta secondary looked good. With, with Jesse Bates lurking there, um, I think... Romeo Dobbs might be the easy read, and I think he's going to be PPR relevant uh, this week against Atlanta defense, who didn't look poor, but didn't look great. But you know, w- w- when they needed to, they they turned it on. Um, so he he's my he's he's one of my first guys. But I think maybe you've got to be concerned by him a little bit because he did report questionable, but they don't have any replacements really. Their, their wide receiver depth is really thin. But I think he'll play regardless, and if you're playing in the slot. Hopefully he'll go down um, in, a, in a tire locket fashion and not get hit. Dalton Kincaid is up next. Um, you know, I, I, I don't buy the, the rookie hype on tight ends, but he showed he was a bit of a baller and I really like him. He, they're, they're using him more as a wide receiver. They're going to be throwing it more. They've showed they still haven't got much of a running game over there in Buffalo. And I think against Las Vegas, who have a crippled and poor secondary um, and linebacking core as well, I think Kincaid is your guy. They they do have a good pass rush over in Vegas with uh with obviously Max Crosby there. So I think you're going to see a lot of um you know dump offs to the tight end, and that's where Golden Kincaid will apply his trade. So yeah, some 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 good starts there from from some rookies and and some second year players there that I think are going to be you know coming out of the blocks hot there. But let's move on to a player who I don't think is going to be that great, and it's going to be the first game of the week. It's going to be playing tonight. Thursday night, Kirk Cousin typically doesn't like Mondays. He doesn't like Monday primetime games, but this is another primetime game, and he's going up against a Philadelphia Eagles team who look good. Kirk Cousins turned it on for the first half of last week and then was abjectly poor. I I don't know what happened, but I I am not buying it. And I think he is just afraid of primetime spotlight games. Um, Despite I've been watching quarterback, and I, I, I really like... Kirk Cousins now. It's, it's weird. I just don't like him in this game against a Philadelphia D who did score a pick six, who do look dangerous. Darius Slay. Um, is it Darius Slay? Yes, yes. Slay 
he is so so good and i'm really worried about that that georgia front line effectively how they just bulldoze over people against a minnesota team who i don't think have the best o-line um yeah kirk cousins is going to be throwing out a lot of sacks he could be intercepted and sacked you know there is there are lots of things that could happen there and um there's a player who i think i think we know a bit about but I think it's more around the situation over in Baltimore. Baltimore obviously lost J.K. Dobbins probably to a season-ending ACL after he just came back off an Achilles, or is it the other way around? Either way, Justice Hill was brought in uh, and got some red zone touches. Great, but I don't think he's the player. I mentioned this in the waivers show. I think the player over there is going to be Gus Edwards based on volume. I think Justice Hill just got the opportunities this week. They're bringing in Melvin Gordon, who is more of a Justice Hill plus kind of guy. Um, and as a veteran, I think he might have a bit more about him than Justice Hill uh, for, uh, in this team. So they're going to rotate. And I just don't like Justice Hill. I think people are going to buy on that um, spike week based on those touchdowns. That's something I want to avoid, especially against the Cincinnati defense, who are going to want to prove a point point after getting embarrassed um, against the Browns in an in-division, another in-division game. That's goes crazy. The AFC North is going to be competitive. I, I'm loving it. Let's stick in the North, though. Uh, but in the NFC North, David Montgomery is going to be a hot start for me this week. I, I really like him. For the same reason I like Gibbs, I, I just think they're a good running team. The, the the, the Lions. I just really, really like them. And I think this week, maybe not next week, I think Montgomery is probably going to be the lead back, especially when they're looking to pound it short and in red zone coverage, red zone, red zone um, opportunities. It doesn't mean I don't think Gibbs will get his. I think that Gibbs will be a good start this week. I just think based on the expectation that Gibbs is going to be a good start, everyone thinks he's going to be great. He's a first round, first round rookie running back. I think Montgomery is going to surprise and probably play above his, um, his, projected totals this week so yeah he he is there and i think it's largely because of the touchdown upside i think montgomery is going to be a really interesting play and an, another player who i thought was going to be interesting last week um he's going to play at home this week against the chicago bears it was of course chris goldwin now i could have gone you know what? I, I could have gone Mike Evans. I could have gone Chris Godwin. I, 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 I'm denied between the two. I think they're both good starts, but I think Chris Godwin will surprise this week and be the guy. Um, Mike Evans was the, was the guy when they had to chase the game against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I don't think they're going to have to chase the game nearly as much against Chicago, who I still think are a work in progress. Um, I like Chicago a lot. I like Justin Fields a lot. I may be souring on him a little bit early season, but I'm holding faith. I think Chris Godwin is going to be available more in short yardage options, and he's going to be similar in the way that I, I like Romeo Dobbs. I think he's going to be just available to, for them to throw to him, um, whereas Mike Evans needs those chunk plays for him to be relevant. I don't think Godwin does as much, and I think he will be better than expected this week. And we'll do one more wide receiver out there in in the uh, in the hot section. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to roll with Calvin Ridley uh, once again. Um, who are Jacksonville playing? Jacksonville are playing Kansas City, who I don't think their defense is as vaunted as, as some people think, really. And Calvin really is very much the alpha. I think they're going to have to throw it because Kansas City will put up points. Um, Kelsey will be back. They're going to have to chase the game a little bit, potentially, will uh, Jacksonville. So we'll have to see how that comes out. But I think either way, Ridley is a wide receiver one. No doubt he's a stud, and I think he's going to have a bit of a stud game this week. But there are some pass catchers on the other side who I don't like as much. And I'm going to start with Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, 
I, I love him. I really do love him. I want him to do well. Um, I made a joke about him earlier saying he avoids hits, but he's going up against a Detroit Lions defense away in Detroit um, that are frisky. I'm going to call, I don't think they're great. I think they're frisky. Um, I think they might have lost someone in their secondary, but they, they, they've got a, a bit of a rolling um, crew over there anyway. Lockett, despite him... Playing, you know, he didn't play well last year week at all. He had a, I think he had a, um, a red zone or a touchdown catch that he dropped in coverage, which normally you would expect him to go up and get in those contested situations. I just think he's lost a little bit of an edge, and maybe that's his age showing. I think maybe we'll see what JSN has to come come to the fore, um, because that pass I believe was right on the money. He just didn't muscle it out and I think that's maybe what, what Lockett's going to be now he's, he's wanting to extend his career as long as possible he's still got a decent contract I think we're going to you know struggle to see him um, really give us enough spike weeks I think against this Detroit team I don't, I don't yeah I think both teams are going to try and shorten the game by running it a lot I don't think we're going to see a huge amount of Lockett um, you know especially as I think Geno Smith probably needs to go to his guys and his guy definitely seems like DK Metcalf just to just to get back that confidence that he had after being uh run down by uh Aaron Donald. For those of you who haven't caught it yet, go and go and look up Geno Smith, Aaron Donald. He goes, Oh my god! Um as he sees the big number ninety nine ninety nine uh behind me here bearing down upon him, ready to ready for the sack. It was it was an amazing piece and I'm really glad I got to view that live. Um another player who I think we we know more about, but maybe know more about his his fellow players is another player from the NFC West and they're going up against the San Francisco 49ers. They're going to be at home, but I just don't think Tyler Higby is going to be the guy. Matthew Stafford passed it all the way around to all the young guys and Higby felt a bit left out in the cold. I think he got a couple of receptions. Um, yeah, I think it was like three or four points on PPR, but I think what we're seeing from Higby is he's a, he's turned into a supporting cast. He, he's sneaky old. I think he's like 29. Um, and I just don't think he's part of the plan. Uh, I, I think the the, the pass, passing game is still built around Cup, which is now built around Puka and uh, Tutu Atwell in relief, who I think were fantastic last week. Uh, and they're going up against the San Francisco defense, who have a mean linebacking core. I don't think Higby stands a chance this week. So he is a definite uh, fade for me. I, I'm going to come back to another player in a minute because I think it's it it it, it really speaks to a bit of a headline that I'm I'm trying to trying to give I'm trying to give a bit of a hot take so I'll come back but we'll we'll finish off our our good players because and then we'll end on a on a really low note shall we <laughs> we're going to be uh, looking at Anthony Richardson and I think what we know is what we thought we were going to get uh we we got a very athletic guy who is good in the pocket who's maybe a bit inaccurate but he's the best rookie quarterback out there and he's playing a very weak Houston defense. Um, are they away or at home? I can't remember on this one. They're away. They're, they're in Houston, but I still think going on the road, that Colts team will do something. Uh, and it's, I think they proved last week that they need a bit of an edge in the running game, which they're missing in JT. But Anthony Richardson is fantastic. I think he will be uh, he will be great for his guy. I wish I had more stock of stock of him. If you got him in Dynasty, you are a very happy man. Uh, or woman um, compared to some of your other compatriots who may have got you know CJ Stroud or Bryce Young in week one you might be thinking Oof, not quite well wanted um, another player at QB who I think is 
you know, is what we think he should be. It's going to be Tua. And yes, they're going up against New England, who are a really good defense and who made life difficult for the Eagles last week. But I think Tua just is has too many options. Um, there, there is a bevy of pass catches available to him. Uh, I, I don't think New England can take away both Tyreek Hill and um, Jalen Waddle, as well as all of the other, you know, kind of contributing pass catchers that are at his disposal. Sorry, there's a ghost at my door there. That was a bit weird, wasn't it? Um, but I do think that uh, Miami will come out on top. And I think Tua will continue to prove, maybe not quite as well as he did last week, but will continue to prove that he will be a threat this week. And we'll end our, our hot players with Nick Chubb. He's playing on, he's playing on Monday night uh, against Pittsburgh. And I think it's more the fact that Pittsburgh were in a disarray. The, the only two good players on defense... Well, no, no, actually, the only one good player on defense for Pittsburgh was TJ Watt, and Chubb is going to run away from him. I, I think it's it's his game. I think Pittsburgh are going to throw it away too much that they're just going to be, have to be chasing, chasing the game. I think this is a Chubb game through and through. I think the game script just speaks to him doing fantastic well. And uh, this is not just me wish casting because I have him in a, a lot of spots here. Now let's finish off with, with the not-so-hot guys. Um, we'll start off with a second-year QB. No, let's start with a rookie QB, Bryce Young. I, I think what we know, not of him, but of his team, is that he hasn't potentially got a supporting cast around him. I don't think Adam Thielen has proven himself to be in a one. Hayden Hurst was the outlet, which we all expected. But Bryce Young, despite looking cool and calm and collected, even when he was under pressure, I just don't think he has the pieces around him. And I think that's going to bring him down this season. So I think that's what we know of him. And... In a similar vein, I think we've learned quite a lot more about Sam Howell, um, where we saw him in a very small sample size before one game in week 17 or 18 uh, last year. Sam Howell is basically Baker Mayfield with a lower draft grade. Uh, he's, he's prone to mistakes, which we get. He's a, he's a raw, raw guy. Um, they, they came out 17, 16 victors last week they're going against the denver d who are going to stop them from scoring who are going to be a, a bit more aggressive i think than what they saw against uh, arizona and i think if he couldn't really get it done usually well against arizona i think he's going to have some trouble against denver i think he's going to be he's going to be exposed when he when he sees good defenses um and we'll We'll look at two running backs to finish off, and and this is probably you know we'll we'll build to the to the headline act here. But Najee Harris, and I hate to say it, I don't like it this week, but for all the reasons I like Chubb, is the reasons I don't like Najee Harris. And, and Najee Harris is I still think is still trying to establish himself as being the guy. Um, he's another uh, he's he's another running back who is being eclipsed in expectations by a younger version uh, and, and a younger talent behind him in Jalen Warren. I just don't like this week for for Najee Harris for so many reasons, but I would I would be fading him. I, I I think I have dropped him to my bench in my dynasty league. It feels really bad because I like him as a player. I just don't think he, they have the supporting cast around him, and I think Matt Canada's offense is appalling. So I think that's what we really learned. Najee can be Najee of old, but just not under this offensive system. I don't, I don't think unless they change something drastically, and I really hope they do soon because I like the Steelers a lot. Um. And finally, we're going with someone who was probably in your top three in draft picks in, in redraft. And that is, of course, 
Austin Eckler, Mr. 101 for me for so many years. I didn't get any shares of him this year. I just don't like this week for Austin Eckler. I still think he'll have a good game. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. The, the, the clickbait here is that Austin Eckler is going to be bad. He's not going to be bad. Um, he will be eminently serviceable and you would be happy to have him in your team. He's just not going to score 25. Uh, I, I just don't think that is, that, that is in his range of outcomes. Tennessee defense are better than advertised that they kept them in the game against the saints offense who were cooking at times last week um and 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 they themselves are going to limit the game and i think los angeles are looking to maybe become more of a north south running team and that's where you have players like joshua kelly and isaiah spiller who are, who are bigger bodied guys yes eckler broke out a massive run which was which is you know a huge part of his score but i think i was potentially like 17 points of his last week. But outside of that, he was, you know, a few points here, a few points there. Yeah, he was he was good. But I don't think he was what you needed him to be in terms of an actual game script. And that's why I worry a little bit. So I probably wouldn't be dropping me because you can't drop him <laughs> to your bench. I just don't think you can. But I just don't think have the expectation that he's going to be the game winner that we all want him to be. So let's uh, let's recap there. In my hot... In the in the category in the now we know a bit more um, theme, we've got Romeo Dobbs, but just watch his injury concern. I think is the question there. Um, Dalton Kincaid, David Montgomery, Chris Godwin, Calvin Ridley, Anthony Richardson, Tua, and Nick Chubb. I think they're all going to have great games this week, and I really hope um, I do better on predicting the good games than the bad games this week. And uh, in my not so much in my negative projections here, um, I think we know a lot more about Kirk Cousins. I guess more of the same, really. Justice Hill, uh, I think we've learned a bit about that scheme to, to know that he he might be reliable week in, week out. And I don't think this is going to be his week. This could be a Gus week. It could be a Melvin Gordon week. We don't, never know. Um, Lockett, Higby, Howell, Bryce Young, Najee Harris, and finally Eckler. Don't expect godlike form from him, but I wouldn't sit him. I just wouldn't maybe rest your entire week on him. That's your lot this week, uh, guys. I will be back on Monday with the Waivers show. I, I'm not going to look to record uh, something uh, additional for, for this Saturday. I don't think there's enough content there yet to, to speak uh, on, a, on a wider topic. But I hope you've enjoyed the slate of shows. I'm probably going to drop the, the League Roundup show from my slate and just have it as part of either the monday wrap-up or or the or this or this uh, as, a, as a segment on the end and maybe rotate through the home leagues over time so you get a bit of a flavor without it having to be its own show um it, it was a lot more to produce than i expected um and you know just we simply don't have the time and uh i don't think it's going to add enough value to your experience um if, if i have it on its own so that's that choice hear, hear from me on monday and, and then again on thursday with this show and i'll try and um spool up a bit of a special for a saturday uh coming up soon but really hope you enjoyed this as always you can follow me at rugby with pads if you want to support this show um go to www.rugbywithpads.com and of course you can go to our store store.rugbywithpads.com um, i will be releasing new merch uh, i'm not wearing any merch today i'm just wearing rams ram stuff um older ram stuff as well um going back to st louis days but uh yeah, if you look out, I will be doing some drops on Instagram and uh, on Twitter. Love you to support the support this. Um, 
the competition is still running as well in terms of membership so i will uh, do another announcement and post around that uh, and for those those of you in any leagues with me i'm sure i'll pester you uh, plenty over the coming days but thank you so much for listening as always i will see you on the virtual gridiron <laughs>